Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? I'm Vaughn. I'm Jenny. Thanks for rocking with us. And you're listening to Chameleon Love. Hey. What's up, people? Thanks again for tuning in with us on Chameleon Love. I'm one half of your co-host, Vaughn. I'm here with my wife, who can't get it together today. I'm Jenny. What's up, everybody? I'm going to get it together. I promise. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> this is, I, I don't know how this episode is going to go today, people. So, <laughs> so um, I'm just... just just bear with us. Baby, it's been a long she day. She got some issues going on today. <laughs> she got a bad case of the giggles right now because right. nothing. nothing. I'm just anyway. saying. All right. Anyway. It's good to see you, though. It's good to see you, too. I waited all day to see you. No, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't going to sit up here and tell me this lie. You waited all day to see me. Well, I'm glad to see you. Is that, does that, yeah, is that better? That, that kind of helps that, a little bit. Oh, okay. All right. Anyway. You didn't waste 55 seconds of your foolishness. So, um, hey, it's chameleon love. So, today we got a really interesting topic here. So, yeah. let me ask you would you say that I've seen a lot of movies? Yes. You know a lot of movies. You've seen. Would you a say. Lot, I think is an understatement. Now, you know me better than most people know me, better than anybody know me, really. Yeah. You know me. Would you say I'm a movie junkie? Yes. Okay. That and music. Mm-hmm. Well, it kind of goes into the de- to uh, today's topic, um, which will focus on movies that we've all seen. Most of us have seen these movies. Or but, heard of, right? Mm-hmm. Or heard of the movie. Yeah. But I want to put a little twist on it. Some of these movies we see and we look at it and we're like, man, that ain't real. That ain't that. that That'll never happen in real life. But it's good to look at, though. It might be good to look at. Man, listen. If I'm listening to a love story, or if I'm watching a love story, I, I want it to actually be like, you know what? That could really happen in real life. Uh, yeah. But a lot of movies, you'd be like, man, get get out of here with that. But I think that for the Crap. hopeless romantic, you know, it doesn't necessarily. Hopeless romantic. <laughs> Anyway. It doesn't necessarily have to be believable. Man, Sometimes it has to be believable to me. I want to be able to relate. It's just a good vibe. If, I, if, I, if it ain't believable, just... uh, probably one of the reasons why I never seen Star Wars. Oh uh, yeah. But I get a lot I of flack from that, that especially by my brother Mario. Yeah. He gave me a lot of flack for that. Star I had, Wars. you know, so, this is kind of kind of tangent, but that's a long movie. I've never seen Star. I've never seen any of the Star Wars. Neither have I, and I don't. I don't desire to. We tried to watch it one time. I think we watched like first 10 minutes of yeah, it and we was like, was, man, turn this yeah. channel off before I cuss. So, <laughs> what the little dude that was the art R2 D2 something. I think is it like the name. robot or something that yeah. rolls around? Yeah, yeah, I can't. He he was rolling he, and he fell. <laughs> and then after that, I was like, no, nah, I can't watch this no more. I don't know why. <laughs> I, I probably I will never, get, I'm sorry, I probably I will never watch Star Wars I, I, ever. But Shout yeah. out to all the Star Wars lovers. Yeah, so, yeah. You know. If you are a Star Wars person, hey, kudos to you. But, yeah, but... that's not my cup of tea. Yeah. Anyway, I just went off on a two-minute tangent on that. But so we're going to go over a few romantic movies. And we're going to say mm-hmm. if we would hate it or date it, meaning that is it something that we can rock with? Yeah. And dating it? Is it believable? Or do, do we hate it and that can never happen in life? All right. All right, Let's so you ready? Yep. All right, so again, some of these movies I've seen, some of them I haven't seen, but what I'm going to do is state the name of the movie, read the premise of it, and then we're going to spend a few minutes on each topic. Let's go. All right, 
The Notebook. We've all heard of Notebook, right? Mm -hmm. All right, so The Notebook is based in the 1940s in South Carolina. Shout out to 803. That's where I grew up. And um, and it's about a meal worker named Noah who's played by Ryan Gosling and a rich girl named Allie who's played by Rachel McAdams. And they're they're desperately in love. But her parents doesn't approve. So Noah goes off to serve in World War II and it kind of seems like that's the end of their love affair. And then mm-hmm. in the interim, she becomes involved with another man. Um, but when he comes back from the war, um, they, 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 he returns to his small town a few years later. And right before Allie gets married, it soon becomes clear that their romance is not over. Right. And they still have a thing for each other, basically. Right. So Allie ages, and as she ages, she develops a mind-altering disease like um, Alzheimer's, or mm-hmm. something you're very familiar with. Mm-hmm. And um, and Noah is forced to take care of her, and he reminds her daily of who she is yeah. by writing notes in the notebook. Yeah, yeah. So Gosh, I've I never seen this part. movie. You've never seen it. But would you do you do you date it or hate it? Date it. Date it. Is that Man, right? I Why? can't believe you haven't seen this movie. Hey, don't, don't, don't. This is a judgment-free zone. <laughs> don't be judging me. Maybe we could watch it during date night. Probably not. Why? The Notebook is a classic. I've heard it is that people likes it. However, it's a fun, it's a phenomenal movie. I it? I love it because it is it's a classic, but it has it's so deep. Is it? And I think yeah, and. That's why you should watch it. Yeah. But it it really, it hits home. Like, I think that you can fall in love with someone, you know, connect with someone. And that may not necessarily be the time. You know, time might not be mm-hmm. on your side, mm-hmm. you know, at the moment. But, you know, as you develop and you go off and grow and evolve... And you come back to each other. I think you can find, you can definitely. Yeah, I'm going to say date it. Even though I've never seen the movie, I'm going to say date it. And I'm going to say that because it is very likely that someone can lose contact with each other. Mm -hmm. And everybody goes on with their life. And then you see this person again and all these feelings you thought that were gone comes back. Yeah. So while I've never had that experience, I can see how someone, I've known people that Mm -hmm. have had that experience before. And he tried to keep in touch with her. He wrote her letters while he was at war. Oh, did he? Yeah, he did. Okay. And so he 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 never, never he never kept his eye off her. Then basically. no, he always loved her. But she and moved on because she moved obviously, on. She, obviously she didn't hear from him. Right. And so what happened was the letters that he was writing her never. Her mom, her parents were hiding them, so they never. She never saw them. So is that what the notebook is like? He's writing those yeah. letters in the notebook, right? Okay. Yeah. Right. So it was, you know, so it's a, a such a great romantic. But as they age and evolve, and um, you know, she, she has that she has Alzheimer's. They he he really reminds her of who she was. Okay, and that's so freaking how sweet. sweet. Right. <laughs> Date night for me and you. No. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's so romantic. That's a lot of letters to write. I don't know if I'll be writing like, You wouldn't letters. write me letters like that? See, I'd no, write you a letter, no, and then I'll show you don't. that same letter every you day. You're not going to remember. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. Okay, next movie. Okay. Let's go. Oh, I'm sorry. Too far? <laughs> Too far. Okay. Um, next one is a cult classic. Ooh. One of my favorite. I'd probably put it in my top 20 movies mm, all see. time. Okay. Love and Basketball. Oh, yeah. 
Definitely dated. Now that's a cold classic. That's a yeah. good classic. A lot of people love this. So I love that one. If you haven't seen Love and Basketball, Love and Basketball is about Monica and Quincy, who's paid, played by Sanaa Lathan and Omar Epps. And they're two childhood friends who live right beside each other, and they expire to be um, professional basketball players. Quincy, whose father, um, Zeke, used to play for the Los Angeles Clippers, um, is a natural talent and is a born leader. And Monica is pretty competitive, and she's uh, really good as well, but sometimes she's overly emotional on the court. And over the years, the two begin to fall for each other, but then in college, they split up, they break up, and they go their separate ways um, as he becomes an NBA player and she goes on to play in Europe. Yeah. And eventually they're brought back together um, through basketball, yeah. based, essentially. Um, they're brought back together because her career ended, his career ended from injury, and he's on the brink of getting married. Yeah. And then sees her and they get to talk in because they, they live side beside each other. Yeah. And um, and then, you know, they start f- feeling old feelings for each other. It's, it's kind of similar to The Notebook, but in a yeah. different twist with a sports theme. Date it or hate it? I'm dated. You better date it. If you hate it, you, we, we got we to gotta talk off air. You gonna Cut these mics me? off. You Turn them off. Oh, you going to divorce me? Hey, uh, legal separation. Um, I date it. So, of course, I'm dating it. Yeah, definitely. Again, love that top, movie. Top 20 movie, in my opinion. Hey, remember when we... We try to play love and basketball and tour the goal up. Yeah, in an apartment. Yeah, I think I think I think every black couple has tried to play love and basketball at some point in a college dorm room or somebody's apartment. And uh, yeah, one of the most dope parts in that movie, though, they're on the court. She throws in the ball and says, "I'm playing for your heart." So you think that was a dope, dope part? Yeah, it's a staple. Like, yeah, like, I'm playing for your heart. Like, I think in relationship, when you really love someone, when you really care about someone, you ultimately will do almost anything to have their heart. So let me ask you this, Dan. Let me ask you this. So the last two movies that I, well, The Notebook and Love and Basketball has a theme with two. Yeah. That someone was on the brink of getting married, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden they realize their feelings are for this other person. Right. How common do you think that is? I think I think it's more common than than we know. You ain't had those feelings, did you? Huh? Huh? <laughs> you go, huh? You can hear. <laughs> no, babe. All right. I didn't have those feelings. Make sure. I wouldn't have gotten married if I had those feelings. Hey. You know, or, or you wouldn't stay married. Uh, hey, one or the other. Either way, we well, wouldn't be here today. Yeah. But you know, I I think that I think it does happen. I think it may happen more often than none. And to be honest, uh, I, I I'm gonna go off on a tangent and say maybe if we more people listen to those feelings prior and really resonate with their true emotions, could save them from possibly save them from heartbreak later. Or feeling like you're just settling for that person just because you can't have really have the person that you really want. I think that those those types of situations happen. Look at you internalizing your your internal Yanla Vincent, mm-hmm. beloved. All right. Hopeless romantic. I was once there. I still never understand what that means, but okay. Anyway. <laughs> like you're you really you want love. But you just can't find so, it. So, yeah, you want love so bad. Found love so in a hopeless bad. place like Rihanna. Okay. There you go. 
All right. Well, not so much, but okay. Okay. <laughs> next, next, next movie. Yeah. One of my favorites, Forty Year Old Virgin. Great movie. Oh. Forty Year Old Virgin is about Andy Stitzer, played by Steve Petrell, and he's an amiable, um, amiable single guy who works at a big box store. Um, he's living alone. He's forty years old, and he spends his free time playing video games and curating action figures and collection and in his collection. And despite his age, Andy has never had sex. So his friends include, um, including a laid-back uh, guy named David, who's played by Paul Rudd. He pushes Andy to lose his virginity, and while attempting to get over his awkwardness around female customers, uh, Andy meets a local shop owner named Trish. And they begin a tentative romance. First of all, is it possible to be a 40-year-old virgin in 2019? <laughs> no, I don't know. Hell no. I don't think so. No. I mean, no, I, don't, I don't know. It's possible. It is possible. It's very is possible. slim. Yeah. To so? me to, first of all, to me to, to me to virgin these days is... Slim to none. Yeah. Because if you 40, yeah. you done got the drowse dog. <laughs> More than likely. <laughs> and you ain't catch that Martin residence, go jump off a roof. <laughs> all right. But, um, yeah, so I first of all, I, I do think that it's very rare to find a 22-year-old virgin, let alone a 40-year-old virgin. Now, there are some. And kudos yeah. to them. For saving itself yeah. for whatever reason. And then um, you gotta think about, like, culturally. Let's just put that out there, too. That's very possible when you think about religion and yeah, certain cultures yeah, and things yeah. like that. That is, that's, you know, mandatory in some cultures. But How as feel? far as the romance piece, I just, I don't know. I don't know if that's really, like, no. So how, how do you feel about, <laughs> I kind of know your answer, but I'm going to ask you anyway. How do you feel about video games? Video games? Yeah. What video games? Your face right now. I wish, I wish they could see your face. <laughs> <laughs> it tells it all. You playing video games? So, if you met a guy. Yeah. He was 40. And he, mm -hmm. like, plays video games constantly. Nah, I'm good. And he works on action figures in his spare time. Listen, Would so you think I'm he just, was a serial killer? Hey, or something. <laughs> Or I would think he probably drove that van. The, the rape van? Yeah. Oh, uh, well, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. All white van with no windows? Yep. Yeah. yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. Because, no. Nah. I, hey, you know what? You tell a story all the time about how your infatuation with video games was ruined because yep. it was stolen Stole at my child age. innocence. You know. And I was, and I was, I was in third grade. And you loved your games. And I was moving from Jersey to South Carolina. First of all, I moved from South Carolina to Jersey for a second time. No, I moved from Jersey, South Carolina. Then I moved back to Jersey in third grade. However, my grandmother kicked me out because yeah, I was getting too much bad, trouble. But... So she sent me back down. She sent me right. back down. And this was before suitcases had wheels and all that other stuff. So it was just big brown suitcase. I had to look around at like eight years old. And in it, I had my Super Nintendo and my Sega Genesis, which I loved Everybody it. Everybody loves Sega. I had to do that. However, when I got to my house, I had one Super Nintendo tape, which was Mario, 
and I had one Sega Genesis tape, mm-hmm. and I can't even remember what 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 that was. It might have been Sonic, so, so, Sonic and Knuckles. That's what it was. And Such dope games. They don't make games like they that. They stole anymore. my. They stole my. Somebody went in. Somebody working at the airport went yeah. in, and stole my game systems, mm. and I lost my love for video games then. So once yeah. I lost my love for video games, I never got into it. Like I had a PlayStation, the first PlayStation, PlayStation One, the great one. Had one of those. My brother had like six. My, my both of my brothers, they had sixty four. Yeah, they had the. Did you um, I never had a Dreamcast. My oh, boy, okay. my boy Josh had a Dreamcast. Yeah. My best friend Josh, he had a Dreamcast, but I never had that. I had they they had sixty four and they had PlayStation two. I had PlayStation one. I had a Sega Saturn. Ooh. Oh, if, ooh. y'all remember Sega Saturn? Anyway. Sega Saturn. You dating yourself. So, but yeah. So I never liked video. I'm not, I'm not saying like. Yeah. I, I, I care less. For so in that. But would you date me? Yeah. If you met me now. Our, our, our age now. Yeah. And, you know, I had the video game chair. I had the headpiece. Uh, hardcore. Uh, I don't know if I could do that. I'm actually kind of. I feel bad that every time you tell your story about your. <laughs> your. You don't feel Game bad. System. You probably be like, yes. Yes, I do. Mm, in my it's clutch. <laughs> you a hater. Heart hearts. Anyway. I'm so happy. So it happened. You dated or hated? No, dated. Right. No, hate it. You hate the movie? I love the movie, but I can't. I don't think it's real the life. Concept. Yeah, the concept. Yeah, the concept. I have right. to hate it. Next one, Knocked Up. Really, another really good movie. Okay. Knocked Up. So Knocked Up is about a rising journalist named Allison. She's played by uh, Catherine Heigl. And uh, she has a serious bump in the road, and and she has a one night stand with um, an irresponsible guy named Ben, who's played by Seth Rogen, and ultimately she ends up getting pregnant. Now, rather than raise the baby on her own, she decides to give Ben a chance to prove that he's father material. However, he's in insu- he's unsure if he's ready to be a parent, and they both wonder if it would be compatible for them to be partners. Now, Ben is uh, you 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 know what Seth Rogen looks like? Yes. So. Maybe not the what women would consider a heartthrob. Right, right. And Catherine Heigl, she's she's a pretty chick. So, you know, we see pretty chicks and yeah. we always wonder, like, how did he get how did he get her? Whatever. Hey. What whatever floats right. your boat. But the concept is uh, the the concept that you heard here, would you hate it or date it first? I would date it. Okay. Now I love the movie. Is it realistic? I love the movie too. I think it's very funny. Mm-hmm. Is it realistic for someone mm-hmm. that's a pretty woman to get knocked up by a guy that maybe is not desired as much on Heck on some yeah. one night stand, get yeah. pregnant and be like, well, I'm going to try to make it Heck work. Yeah, I mean, I think it is. I think it is. Would you, if you were in her position, would you do that? I probably would. You took one Depending for the team on... one night and you was like, ah, oh, man, I got pregnant by this guy. Would you try to make it work for him, even though that's the one that you took one for the team for? I mean, ordinarily, no. But when you get pregnant, so is it a yes or no? Yes. Answer the question. Yes, I would. I would try. I would. I would see. I would see what that was about. I would try. I think I would. If 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 the shoe was on the other foot, you wouldn't. And I mess around and got a booger pregnant. (laughs) And what would you do? You would just take it to Carolines. So um, see what I'm saying? You so you so, so you'd hate it. So so you you would you would date it. Uh, you think you think it's realistic? Husband. Just pray for him. You saying it's realistic, right? I think it is realistic. Okay. Right. Yeah, I'll I leave think it right it's there. realistic. All right. Next up, 
one of my top five favorite movies of all time. Coming to America. That was good. That was good. So. So coming to America. Yeah. Which you've never really seen the full movie. I'll take your black card away from you. That's so. Why would you flipping say- shame? Why would you say you that need to on turning your whistle? <laughs> Wait, you need- why would you even say that on here? Why would you do that to me? Messed up. Anyway, <laughs> coming to America, seen, one of my top five I've favorite seen movies. So top five is about Prince Hakeem, played by Eddie Murphy. He's a prince and he's wealthy from an African country, Zamunda, and uh, he wants nothing. Um, and, and he wants for nothing uh, except for a wife who will love him in spite of his title mm-hmm. so to escape an arranged marriage um, there's going to be a lot of movie references that I'm going to do by, while reading and talking about this oh, so gosh. just go ahead and um, Clock out brace right yourselves now. I don't know <laughs> anyway so they were ch- his, his dad King Joffy Jofa was trying to arrange a marriage <laughs> in their country so Akeem didn't want to marry the girl that they had from stand on one leg and bark like a dog <laughs> a big dog and so <laughs> him and his sidekick Cindy, who's played by Arsenio Hall they go he, he he asks his dad can he go to Queens and and find a wife so they pick it they he actually go to America and find a wife so then they spin a globe they pick Queens they go to Queens so they was disguised as foreign exchange students um and they worked for fast food McDowell's and in that, he finds and romances a girl named Lisa. But then he struggles with revealing his true identity to her and his marital intentions to his dad, who's played by James Earl Jones. So, is it, first of all, hate it or date it? You better not say hate it. You say hate it, I'm going to file the papers in the morning. Well, I can't say hate it if you're gonna find paper. I'm gonna show. I'm. We gonna we gonna sit down. I'll watch that movie. If you I'll watch, watch Notebook. Notebook, if you watch okay. Coming to America, let's go. And you better laugh at every and funny part. And you better and you better cry. Cry. Yeah. <laughs> cry. <laughs> cry. Hey, the Notebook is a, a pretty emotional movie. Bro, I ain't never cried over a movie <laughs> ever. You. This might be the first time. Even when Mustafa died, and I was a kid, I ain't cry. I just didn't like Scar. <laughs> Killed the king. You cried in the closet. No, no R. Kelly cried in the closet. <laughs> um, so, so, so I obviously I dated. Of course you did. Is it is it is it realistic for? Because in the movie he says, the king King Joffy Jover says his son wants to go. You like saying that part, huh? And so his royal oats. Yeah. So he's thinking like he just wants to go out in the world and get it out of his system before he marries them. But really, he's going because he wants to find his true love. I think culturally that that could be true. Because they're depending on your culture, you can have arranged marriages. You can. And I, I know some people that I went to school with, they were Indians mm-hmm. and they um had you know, they had arranged marriages. Mm-hmm. And so, if they didn't marry then they wouldn't get like the inheritance of the family. Exactly. Like that. Yeah. So my question then is, is it possible, another tangent real quick, is Coming to America one of the first catfished movies out there? 
Because essentially, he was kind of catfishing Lisa because he was posing that he was a goat herder in his old town working as a that was definitely, college student. That's definitely a tangent, babe. But yeah, you're. He kind of catfished her. That, that was definitely. And then it was revealed that he was really the prince. And then King Jaffe Jofra came to Lisa's dad's house, I'm convinced. Mr. McDowell. <laughs> I'm and he was like. He has his own money. And when I say he has his own money, the boy has his own money. Oh, you done did it now, Lisa. Anyway. But, so. Is it realistic or not? I think it is realistic to a certain degree. Okay. You have to watch the movie to see everything, but I think it's realistic to a certain degree. Yes, some people may want to escape and exchange marriage. Mm -hmm. And... They may go off somewhere else to not be married to somebody who they don't know and they don't love. Right. And then go. I think what's really realistic is a lot of people that maybe have money. Now, uh, I don't want to say a lot. Some people that have money try not to expose the fact that they do have a lot of yeah, money. Yeah, I think so too. Versus some people that don't have a lot of money try to act like they got a lot of money. I mean, think about it. Why would you not though? You know what I mean, you can expect that from some people. Like, you know people want to get with you for the wrong reasons right so but i, I think it's easier it's, it's harder if you're a celebrity because your face is. is out there that's right now if that's you're true. if you're you know somebody that's not known but let's say you're an investor or you're maybe you're even a professional athlete like baseball players baseball yeah. players get paid a lot of money and most people can't name 10 people in a in a uh in, in in the MLB, and if they can, yeah. they can't. They they wouldn't be able to point them out if they walk past them. So yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But all in all, you said date it because you didn't have a choice, and then I said <laughs> date it because <laughs> it's one of my favorite movies. Are you? All right. You see how you force me? Mo- moving force on. That on me? I'm not forcing you. I'm just guiding you. Yeah, so okay. next up, Pretty Woman. I've seen Pretty Woman. Pretty have you woman. seen Pretty Woman? Yeah. I'm looking you, at one. Yeah, you see? Yeah, I'm looking at one. That's good. <laughs> you know, you know, I, I got you, I got you. So, all right. So, Pretty Woman is, um, it's, it's basically a modern update of Cinderella. I have seen that in forever. It's about a prostitute and a wealthy businessman, a businessman who, uh, they fall hard for one another and they kind of form like an unlikely pair. While on a business trip to LA, Edward, who's played by Richard Gere, uh, he makes a living buying and breaking up companies, and he picks up a hooker named Vivian, who's played by Julia Roberts, um, one one night. And after Edward hires Vivian to stay with him for the weekend, the two become closer, and they discover they have significant hurdles to overcome as they try to bridge a gap between their very different worlds. First of all, dated or hated? I like Pretty Woman. Dated or hated? <laughs> I have is to hate it. Realistic? it. No, I have to hate it. I think I I, I think I'm gonna hate it too. Um, I don't really think it's realistic. I think it's an interesting movie. Um, not saying that I hate the movie, yeah. but the concept I, like the con- yeah. I don't think is as real because I don't know, I don't know any regular everyday men mm-hmm. that's dating known hookers. Yeah. Now I know some that date hoes, <laughs> but that's different <laughs> than hookers. Kind of. Anyway, oh. I I don't think that's I don't think that's realistic. I don't hmm. think that's realistic. I'm not saying it hasn't happened. I'm sure it has happened before. I don't think it's realistic. No, I don't think so either. I have to hate that one. It kind of makes me want to do a sidebar about 
indecent proposal. You ever seen that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He offered dude. I think it's played by Woody Harrelson for and and Demi how, Moore. How much? Money? He offered a million dollars to sleep with his wife for one mm-hmm. night, and she ended up leaving him. That was all sideways. And that man, bruh, like if he got a million dollars to offer you, you know how much more money he has. Listen, and let's be honest. So what? What? So would you leave you for another man for a million dollars? <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you're asking me? <laughs> I'm done with you. <laughs> What's wrong with you today? Would I would take that offer? Yeah. Heck no. If it were, bruh, a million dollars, bruh, you might as well take off with him and just shoot me fit five hundred thousand, and we call it square. <laughs> a million dollars wouldn't be worth it. Nah, bruh. Two million. Ten million. We can talk. <laughs> Text back and forth. <laughs> Okay. Fifteen million. I pack your bag, baby. <laughs> you going with me? Nah, you good. <laughs> that man needs his time. He needs his alone time with you. <laughs> I don't want to interrupt. <laughs> so yeah. So we saying that we we gonna we gonna hate that. Right. Yeah, hate it. All right. Next up, think like a man. Think like a man. It's a good movie. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we both like that movie. Yeah. Uh, I think it's a good movie. Uh, Great so, concepts. Think Like a Man uh, is based on Steve Harvey's best-selling book. Um, think Think Like a Man. Act Like a Lady. Think Like a Man. Remember, and I had th- you read that. Yeah, you made me read that book, and I, we I didn't even make you. I didn't make you. I highly Man, you suggested so, that you read. So everybody that knows book. that we work. We worked together, and that's how we met. We worked together back in two thousand nine, and that's how we met. It's been a long time. It's been 10 it. years. You, it has been. And you made me read it. You know how you made me read it? How? Because you came out of my desk and slammed the book on my desk and was like, hey, read this. Well. That's. <laughs> I mean, I didn't make you. You still had a choice. I should have threw that book at your head <laughs> and you walked off. But anyway. So, but you didn't. Yes, instead, you, did you read it. Read the book. So, Think Like a Man follows four interconnected and diverse men whose uh, love lives, who, whose love lives are shaken up. After their ladies um, are pursuing, let me start that all over. Think like a man follows four interconnected and diverse men whose love lives are shaken up after the ladies they are pursuing by Steve Harvey's book. And they start taking his advice to heart. So when the band of brothers realize that they have portrayed, they have been portrayed by one of their own, they conspire by using the book's insider information to turn the tables and teach the woman a lesson of their own. So, first of all, do you hate it or date it? I date it. I date it too. Well, let me let me think about that. I don't want to answer that too fast. Let me think okay. about that. So, basically, the ladies are going by what Steve Harvey said in his book. Mm-hmm. One of the biggest things that people know about that book is the 90-day rule. Mm, yeah. Obviously, you don't believe in the 90-day rule, <gasps> so I don't even know why you had me bring that, read that what? book. Okay, maybe not that rule, but... <laughs> yeah. So There are other parts in that book. Do you think that 90-day rule is valid? Do I think it's valid? Um, Yes and no. I think it's circumstantial. Real quickly, why do you think it's circumstantial? Because if you have been... Like, if you've been hurt and dating or or betrayed or you know your trust is is wavering you you will probably cautiously date 
And by cautiously dating, I mean making sure that this person is right for you before you engage with them sexually. I think that you'll be more inclined to figure out if this is the person that you really want, if this person is really worth it uh, to you um, before you, before, you, you know, man or woman. So let me ask you this. Do you think that by them finding the book and using that book against the ladies mm-hmm. to basically meet their needs before they even act. So basically looking at the book and say, okay, I need to do this right here. Let me, let me go. Basically they got a cheat sheet. Right. Do you think it's wrong for them to have a cheat sheet and use that cheat sheet? It has answers on it to the test. And I think it's wrong. I think it's ingenious. <laughs> I think it's ingenious. And I would I most think, certainly, I don't think if I had the answers, listen, you, you know, my motto, it was 95% of our models in college. What, cheat Rather cheat than repeat. Re- well, rather cheat and repeat. I so, wasn't. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would have grabbed that, I wasn't that cheat cheater. sheet and I would have been looking at it. I wasn't a cheater. You know what? <laughs> By the way you said that, I can tell you wasn't a cheater. I wasn't a cheater. <laughs> because Wait. you pronounced every syllable, that tells me that you probably did all of your work. You didn't cheat. You showed up to class on time. Even on your days off, you were probably studying somewhere. You wrote all of your essays well, two first, weeks beforehand. No. You didn't wait last minute to to write a paper or study for a test. If my college roommate could hear you, she'd be she like, would, stop She it. would agree. She'd be like, she yeah. She wouldn't. She actually Jennifer wouldn't. was an L7 square. <laughs> <laughs> she wouldn't actually agree. Anyway, hated dated. You said dated, right? Yeah, oh, I said dated. Dated. Yeah, I said dated. And I think that, so what, I mean, what do you think? You don't think that concept, would you date it? There was a couple of different scenarios from different angles of of, of the men. So yeah. all the men were completely different. He had Gary Owen, who was married. He was happily married. He went home to his wife and had no issues. Mm-hmm. He had Michael Ealy, who was broke, but trying to find his way, trying to impress this businesswoman and made a lot of money. And, you know... He had some hiccups in the road. Then you had Kevin Hart, who was probably abused by his uh, wife. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. so, you know, he had issues. And then you had um, Terrence J, who uh, was a mama's boy. Yeah. Um, I can't relate to that because I'm not a mama's boy. But I know I... people who are yes, mama's boys. Yeah. And then you had um, um, Romney Malco, who uh, played a guy who used to be a musician and he basically was saying all the right things to the girl only to find out that he was using that book as well so it kind of goes different angles i I, i'm gonna say overall i think is realistic so i'm gonna date it all right um we got time for one more okay i had a couple of more on here pick a good one i might have to do i might have to do a part two at some point pick a good one you don't have mine on there. You don't have Celia on there. Cause Man, Celia. Put no goddamn on Celia. <laughs> Celia is it's a cute right. movie. So it's, ah, it's, it's two. I want to do. I'm 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 gonna say one. And I'm gonna try to squeeze the other one in there as well. Cause it's it's two for sure that 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 I want to do. So the first one I'm gonna say, Brokeback Mountain. Mm, you ever I seen that? I actually have not seen that. I've movie. never seen it either. Never had an intention to see it, it, but I I've heard a lot about yeah. it. Yeah. So basically it's. 
it's in um, supposed to take place in 1993, uh, 1963, and it's about a rodeo cowboy named Jack, who's played by Jake Gyllenhaal, and um, his ranch hand, Ennis, who's played by Heath Ledger, are hired by a rancher named Joe, who's played by Randy Quaid. And um, they're hired as sheep herders in Wyoming. Tell Travis and Wyoming. to watch out. <laughs> um, so one night on Brokeback Mountain, Jack makes a drunken pass at Ennis that is eventually reciprocated. Though Ennis uh, marries his longtime sweetheart, and Jack marries a fellow rodeo rider, who is a girl, played by Anne Hathaway, the two men keep their sporadic affair over the course of 20 years. Mm. So these two cowboys mm-hmm. who are straight, presumably straight, Yeah. Um, they're on this mountain, they're talking one night, and they're having a conversation, and one of the cowboys makes a pass at the other one. Mm-hmm. And at first, I'm pretty sure he was apprehensive. I've never seen a movie, so I'm just kind of yeah. speculating. Pretty sure he was apprehensive at first and was like, dude, whatever, you know. And then he reciprocates that, and I guess they make out, and I don't know, maybe they have sex. I don't know. So the question is, first of all, do you hate it or date it? Can't is that? Do you think that could be realistic? Yeah, I date it. I I would too. Yeah, I I, I date it too. I think that can be very realistic. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of times people who are unsure or some in some form or way or curious mm-hmm. probably that's probably how it starts what is it like by curious i think i, I don't know I don't, I don't what the term is know. the terminology but i do think that it's very um it's very possible for you to still have those emotions you know yeah. and you discount those emotions because of what people think now people say i can't say that i can relate to it because if ennis would have made a pass at me ennis would have got punched in the nose <laughs> And thrown off a Brokeback Mountain and had a Brokeback at the bottom of the mountain. I'm just saying. So, well, I can't. Not every, again, I not can't, everybody can I relate can't to say that. that I, 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 I can't sit up here and say that I don't see how that could happen because I could definitely see how that could happen. Yeah. If it's two people, two guys that are on this mountain and, you know, I, I think I think this is before they got married. Yeah. This, this this incident happened, but then to keep it going on and on and on over twenty years, and they're That's I'm, a long I'm, I'm time. guessing that I, their wives yeah, never I've knew. I've never seen that movie, but but I'm sure I it happens to know often. How that ended? Well, too, you, should, you should watch the movie and tell me. I <laughs> I I think that this happens very often yeah. in society nowadays. Mm-hmm. When you got secret people that are secretly gay. Yeah. But still are married. Yeah. You knew somebody personally like that. Yeah, I did. That are secretly married and, and keep affairs going on with men for mm-hmm. years and years and years. And nobody ever knows. Their yeah. wives don't know. Their children don't know. Yeah, that situation, you know, was very, got very messy. Um, I bet it did. And it was very hurtful, too, though, you know, because I think it's, it's people want to be true to themselves, but because they are uncertain and afraid of what other people in society thinks and that was mm, what 10 years ago you know 10 years plus so that was back in you know back in the day where it was a lot of down low stuff you know now it's more open you know so it was it was on that cusp this was like 2009 right right so it was on the cusp Mm -hmm. of 
you but people know, were still very it, private. It, it, about it that. still was very taboo. Yeah. But it was on that cusp. 2009 was kind of like that cusp where we were starting to that tide was starting to turn right. and a lot of people were becoming more open about their sexuality and, and you know other people were becoming more accepting of yeah. it as well yeah so i i i, I dated last one uh, i really got a couple more but i'm just going to use this one as the last one her never seen her her i've never seen that either but her is about um a sensitive and soulful man who earns a living writing personal letters for other people um, he was left heartbroken at the end of his marriage, and Theodore, who's played by Joaquin Phoenix, becomes fascinated with the new operating system, which reportedly develops uh, into oh, an intuitive and unique entity in its own right. Um, he starts to program. He starts to program, and he meets Samantha, whose voice is played by Scarlett Johansson, um, whose her. bright voice reveals a sensitive, playful personality. And though friends initially, their relationship soon deepens into love. So he basically falls in love with his computer. Which is so awkward to me. I, still I dated. That. You know why I dated? Because people are on their phones 24-7. Oh, you Wait. think people don't love their phones? No, that's true. You think people no. aren't in love with their that's phones? That's true. Listen, do you see that article that's circulating around? That's circulating on the internet? Somebody about- have sex with a phone? No. Uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I thought this is where you were going. You're going to bed after this. Okay. <laughs> no, but that that article um, that's circulating says that it, sh- it shows how um, lonely people are without their phones. Yeah. Like they're holding their... They're, in love. Not, they're in love with their phones. Nobody's going to tell me they're not in love with their phone. Like they, if, they if they can't find to. their phone... Give yeah. them 15 minutes. You can't find your phone 15 yeah. minutes. You're panicking. You're it's in a pandemonium yeah. freak out mode yeah. if you can't find your phone. If you lose your phone and you got to wait two to three business days to get a replacement, yeah, you, hurt. you might be more inclined to go to the, the, the Apple store or Verizon or, or wherever and be like, uh, uh, I'm just go ahead and buy this $700 phone right yeah. now. Like, people are. Crazy and infatuated about their phone. Yeah. So, which is it, it really yes, is a sad I situation because it. it's not people are less likely to talk now, like less likely to have actual conversation. It really is. Yeah, most people just text. You want to holler at a girl? Yeah. You you text you get her number and you text her, W-R-D. or you just uh, <laughs> or you just say, hey, what's your what's your what's your what's your IG? Yeah. Bro, like hit that. A, that I don't hit know. You in a that's DM. a. Oh my god. I'm. I'm. I'm probably gonna do a whole podcast on that. That's. That's something totally social different. Me, social media dating. Yeah. Anyway, that's stupid. <laughs> um. So. Yeah. But, yeah. but no. So yeah, people do okay. fall in love with yeah, their operating systems, their true. phone, or whatever. Yes, we are all. We, we're. We're completely surrounded by technology, and there's really no way to get away from it, mm-hmm. um, one way or another. Whether whether it's in your car, whether it's in your hand, on your phone, and whether you you're looking at it. You have to put in an effort to actually detach yourselves. I think you know. That's very hard to do. It is very. It's hard very hard for do, a lot of people to do. But you know, that's we have that rule that we try to abide by, where we detach ourselves from yeah. our device when we come in. I think. That's that's realistic, you know. Yeah, I but, agree. But hurry, maybe we'll watch it. Do you do you do you, do you date it or hate it? I date it. There it yeah. is. Yeah. All right, that we're gonna go ahead and leave it off right there. Oh man, I got I had like two more on that I want to no, do, but I'm gonna just 
I might say that for another time. Yeah. I think, How about we, we, we need to watch The Notebook? And you need to watch Coming to America. <laughs> In its entirety. Don't be... No, the, you need to... No, no, no. no. Listen. You, I'm, I'll watch it in its entirety. Okay. You have to watch Coming to America in its entirety. Okay. I don't want you to think that I haven't ever watched a movie like I've had uh-uh. bits and pieces. You, you need to watch all of it. Okay. Well, you need to watch all of it, too. So. Uh-huh. <laughs> Mama named Clay. I'm going to call him Clay. <laughs> Is that the feet thing? Is that where? What? No. That wasn't the movie. Never mind. The feet thing? Yeah, like the toes. Bro, what kind of fetish stuff you talk? <laughs> All right. We're going to go ahead and end it here because she don't know what she's talking about. She's sleepy. Thank you all so much for joining us um, and uh, listening to us. Uh, yes. If you want to find us, you can find me at Vaughn underscore Tuff on IG. That's V-O-N underscore T-U-F-F. You can also yes. follow us on uh, IG at Chameleon Love Podcast. And um, you can find me as Jenny Grind on IG and also Devon and Jennifer Heath on Facebook. So if you um, have a topic that you want us to cover or have a comment on any of the podcasts, um, please feel free to drop us a DM. And, yep. and make sure you tell a friend to tell two yes. friends to listen to the podcast, um, subscribe, rate, rate, and review. And, and review. we greatly appreciate everyone's feedback. We appreciate yeah. everyone's love and support that y'all give us yes, continuously truly. each and every Tuesday. Because this is tough. It's, it is very it's, tough. It's tough with three littles. To, but we do it for you guys. We do yeah. it because it's kind of therapeutic for us. It is. So we're glad that we're giving y'all transparent content. Yeah. And um, we just want to thank you all so much for rocking with us. Tune in next Tuesday for a brand new episode as well. Yes. And you're listening to Chameleon, Chameleon Love. Love.